Section 20 of From the Easy Chair, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. From the Easy Chair, Volume 3 by George William Curtis. The New England Sabbath. There are still villages among the hills of New England. We cannot call them remote hills, because the locomotive darts up every valley and fills the woods upon the highest hillside with the shrill, eager cry of hurrying life and bustling human society. But even where the steam is heard, softened and far away, there are yet villages nestling in the hills in which also the old New England Sabbath lingers and nestles. The village street, broad and arched with thick-foliaged sugar maples, is always still. In the warm silence of a summer noon, as you sit reading upon the piazza or in the shade of a tree, the only moving object in the street is a load of hay slowly passing under the maples, drawn by oxen, or a group of loiterers in front of the village store pitching quoits. The creak of the wagon, the ring of the quoits, or the laugh and exclamation of the players are the only sounds except indeed the musical clangor of the blacksmith's anvil as his quick hammer molds the sparkling horseshoe or beats out the bar these are drowsy summer sounds that only emphasize the stillness of the weekday but the stillness of sunday is startling a faint tinkle of cows in the early morning filing to the pasture the warning shout of the barefooted boy who drives them are the only sounds that break the sabbath silence except again the chirp and song of birds in the trees which are no respecter of days and which sing as blithely even in the deacon's maples on sabbath morning as in the tavern ash on the fourth of july the cows pass and all is still the street is deserted save by at intervals a solitary figure upon some small errand the sun lies hot upon the pastures and hillsides there is no mail on sunday no newspaper no barber to visit now and then the men in their daily dress are seen at the barn door or in the shed or yard doing their chores they are bringing wood milking feeding the cattle but all is spectral there is no sound even the wind in summer fears to be a sabbath breaker it is an enchanted realm had the blue laws such vitality? Are we still held by their grim spell? It is nine o'clock, and the meeting-house bell, with a bold voice of authority as if it had the sole right to disturb the silence and speak out, warns the village and the outlying farms that it is the Sabbath, and everybody must prepare to come to meeting. And the little children hear the bell with awe as if it were a living voice, and sacred as part of the Sabbath and to be heeded under unknown penalties obey thy father and mother thou shalt not lie thou shalt not steal thou shalt go to meeting seem to them all commandments of the first table the sound of the bell lingers in their ears and hearts as a thus saith the lord and lo at the second bell the men who have changed their daily dress and put on their sabbath clothes issue from the houses on the village street with their wives and children and through the street closely following each other and pounding along in a cloud of dust comes the long line of wagons from the farms 
the sun beats down remorselessly and the man in heavy woolens such as he wears in the sleigh in january sits between two women in their sabbath garments the horses trot with a sabbath jog and all turn up to the stone platform by the meeting-house upon which the women alight and the man drives the horse under the shed and then chats soberly with the others at the door but the minister passes in not clad in gown and bands and cocked hat of the older day but in plain black clothes the chatting loiterers follow him in the bell which has gathered the village into the sacred fold rests from its labors there is no one in the street there is no sound but after a few moments the music of old hundred pours out of the open doors and windows of the meeting-house sung by a well-balanced and well-trained choir it is the opening hymn and it has a full vigorous triumphant sound once more thus saith the lord there is another interval of silence but at a little distance you can hear the voice of reading and prayer hark another hymn it is federal street or coronation or dundee but whatever it is it is a strain from other years and voices and faces and scenes and days that are no more all blend in the familiar music and a sabbath benediction rests upon the listener's soul a longer silence follows broken by fragmentary sounds of energetic speech is the preacher emphasizing and elucidating the five points is he denouncing and alarming that tough regiment and woolen or winning the wondering and doubting mind is his sermon upon an official and perfunctory discourse by which little children are soothed to sleep and in which the elders like unqualified damnation and the hottest fire as a toper likes power in his dram or is his pure and manly life and conversation his true preaching and a sabbath sermon only a statement of the principles of such holy living and a revival of the colours in the immortal portrait of the holy life of the gospel before we can answer there is a burst of music then two strokes of the bell to announce that meeting is out then an issue of the congregation a procession homeward a driving away of wagons and soon once more the solitary street in the afternoon there is the sabbath school and the good pastor preaches at one of the schoolhouses in a farther part of the town but it is always the sabbath in every sight and sound until the sun has set and then from the neighboring house upon the hill above the village street comes a clear resonant soprano voice singing hymns and prolonging the solemn spell of the holy day the tithing men are gone and the deacons do not sit severe and conspicuous in the meeting-house and the minister has not the air of a lord spiritual of the village and the genius of modern times and the spirit of the age are entertained with full consciousness of what they are but it is still the sober and constrained and decorous new england sabbath which recurs every seventh day and the honest industrious intelligent self-respecting plain living village recalls remotely the day of the severer dispensation and illustrates the noble manhood that the severe dispensation fostered in the section twenty